Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for listening to the podcast. Real quick, before we get into today's topic, if you have time, I know that you do, no excuses, leave a five-star review, share the link, subscribe to the podcast. Doing that is the only way a podcast can grow, and it means a lot if you do. Now, if you're listening to this, and this is not your first time listening to this, that means you came back for a reason. It means you're getting value. And I think it would be awesome if you shared that with other people who could probably use the help. There's a lot of crappy information out there, a lot of overwhelm when it comes to diet and nutrition. And the whole purpose of this podcast, uh, Talk and Fit, is to have a more casual, applicable way to apply fitness and nutrition to your life so that you can add years to your life, improve your quality of life, lose body fat, improve your mental health, and improve your physical health. So if you're looking to do any of those things, you should be listening. If you know people who are looking to do those things or who would benefit from that, share it with them as opposed to you know letting them listen to a bunch of crap uh, that's overcomplicating the subject or making it harder for them to see results. Now, one other thing before we get started. I have two opportunities for you to get even more exclusive content and get your individual questions asked uh, if you'd like to take me up on that. So I have uh, an email list that I send one to two emails per week. So I'm not spamming you on a regular basis. One to two valuable emails per week with applicable information that you can apply to your life to get your results. Um, I have an email list that you can join. I'll link that in the show notes. And I also have a private Facebook group. Now, I will admittedly say that over the last two years since I started the group, um, I have not been as consistent with putting content on there as I want to. And I'm very apologetic about that towards the members. Um, I mean, it's a free group, so it's not like they're paying to be there. But I am committing to starting tomorrow doing weekly Facebook Lives. And I'm going to have a curriculum planned out for the year where I'm going to be talking about different topics that can be either motivational, informational, a mixture of both, um, answering questions, interacting with people in the group, and all for free. So that is probably your best opportunity to get in the bubble to where you can have direct access and talk to me totally free, get your questions answered, get free information. Um, You will be the first to get free resources, all that cool stuff. And I'll also link the Facebook group in the show notes as well. Uh, it's going to be a really fun year for that group, and I want to grow it. So right now, it's just under 500 members, and I'd like to grow it to 1,000. Uh, that would be a goal of mine. And in order to do that, I have to step my game up and put out some really, really good content on there. So I'm going to be bringing my best stuff and giving it a lot of effort. So if you want to get dibs on that content, make sure you join the Facebook group. Again, it's totally for free. And uh, yeah, hope to see you there. So today we are going to be going over four lifestyle changes that I have personally made that have made the process of getting and staying leaner very, very easy. And I don't say this to be annoying, uh, but basically once I got down uh, just over 20 pounds since January of 2023, I started to implement more of these lifestyle changes. And uh, it's really made the process easier to the point where I recently, over the last, I would say last three to four weeks, have been actively increasing my calories with the intention of putting on lean muscle. 
and I feel great, but like the scale is like barely creeping up, even with me actively eating more food. Uh, and these four changes, I think, are responsible for making that process way easier. Uh, and honestly, like even with actively eating more food, it's actually harder. It's been harder for me to gain weight. So imagine if you were to, you know, make some of these lifestyle changes on your own and just continued to live a balanced, healthy lifestyle, it would make it way easier to keep the weight off. And now I'm not saying that any of these are magic by any means. They do require consistency. It's all basic stuff. Uh, it's nothing too sexy, but I think that some of it will will be um, very applicable to, applicable to you. You can start implementing right away. And there's gonna be two on here. There's two on here that you're gonna be hesitant to apply. And it's not my job to convince you to do it, um, but I'm just going to let you know what my experience was with them and give you some nuance there, and, and hopefully it's, it helps you out. So the first two, I think you would be very on board with right away, and they make a lot of sense, and uh, they're pretty easy to implement. The first one is implementing a meal template. Uh, this is what I've been doing with all my clients. Uh, this is what I started doing with myself. Uh, to initially lose 20 pounds and the reason why I started doing it was because I just didn't simply want to spend all day like tracking my food uh, I'm in kind of a phase right now with my business where I'm really focusing on like actively trying to make it better um, be more uh, provide my clients with a better service but just basically like growing it um, whereas you know the last I don't know last couple of years I was in like a really hardcore growing phase at the end of 2021 going into 2022 and i feel like the end of 2022 to mid 2023 it was kind of just like coasting like kind of plateauing and i couldn't really figure out what was going on and just like anything um in life when you're not seeing results the only answer is to figure out like what could you be working harder at so i've been trying to focus on that and anyway i just didn't want to be tracking my calories and protein, but I also didn't want to just, you know, eat haphazardly. I still wanted some structure to my day uh, because I makes my day easier. So what I did was um, I basically figured out what my, you know, weight loss calories would be, my fat loss calories would be, and I built out a meal template with you know, three, I, I, was, I was doing probably um, four meals a day and a snack. Um, actually, I think it was, I know, it was probably like four meals a day and two snacks at first. But basically, anyway, I, I gave myself a meal template. Basically, it was just like, this is what I'm going to be eating for breakfast and snacks. These are my options for lunch and dinner. And to be honest with you, what I did to make my life even easier, what I did to make my life even easier was I put together meal t the meal template and I just put together meals for the ones that like I was 100% in control of, meaning I wake up earlier than my wife and son, so I make my own breakfast. I prep food in advance for lunches, so I have control over that and my snacks. But dinner, me and my wife are like 50-50 on like who, who cooks. So I didn't want to like I didn't want to micromanage like when she, she was cooking. And I also didn't want to make her and my son eat the things that I was eating if they didn't feel like it. So I just left dinner blank and basically assumed it was probably going to be anywhere between 
600, 700 calories, right? And sometimes it was probably less than that. Sometimes it might've been more than that, but I just assumed it was gonna be that. So I basically put together a meal template for myself, left dinner blank and followed that for months. And that's what got the initial 20 pounds off. I wasn't even tracking food. I was just following the meal template and I was following it probably like 80% of the time. And then on the weekends, I was basically most of the day just focusing on protein and produce. So I would do, you know, lean protein with either fruit or vegetable throughout the day. And then whatever we decided to do on the weekend, I just went, went, I just went with the flow. If we ordered pizza, we ordered pizza. If we went out for sushi, we did sushi. If we cooked at home, if we wanted a donut, I just did that. But I just, the other part of the day, I just focused on protein and produce. That was what I did for my food for like months. And now all I did to switch it up was I basically kept the same approach but I increased my calories and to get myself into kind of like a maintenance phase where I'm just kind of maintaining body weight. Again, the goal is to kind of build some muscle right now, but even with the added calories, I'm like not seeing the scale shoot up um, and I'm not gaining like any unwanted body fat, which is going great. That's awesome. It's a great place to be. And it's not because of any other reason than I just have been very, very consistent with the nutrition. And to be honest, my workouts for the first half of the year did not feel that great for no other reason than I was just like high stress work was stressful probably wasn't sleeping the best but like that's even with subpar workouts I was able to do that and now my workouts are getting way way better because I'm just a little bit more intentional with them I'm prioritizing them more and uh, I'm eating more food which always gives you a little bit more of a more energy for workouts so that's what I've been doing for nutrition is just following a meal template. And the reason why I feel like this has made it easier for me to stay lean is because I'm not doing the whole, um, when I track food, I eat a certain way. And then when I don't track food, I eat completely differently. I'm just eating very similar all the time. And on the weekends when I want a little bit more flexibility, I'm just being pretty, you know, I hate to use the word intuitive or mindful, but just more mindful of what I'm doing that day. So for example, if I know we're going to go out to dinner, uh, one night, I'm just kind of eating a little bit less throughout the day and just focusing on my protein. And then when we go out to dinner, I just order what I want. If we're going to have like this weekend, for example, on Friday, I just was like, ah, let's let's order out. We just we don't really order out very often. Uh, I should probably add that to the list on here is that like just reduced eating out. That's a huge thing. Um, we used to eat out. Before we had my son, me and my wife would probably eat out like two to three times a week. Uh, but then after we had him, we ate out a little bit less because we just didn't want to go to restaurants with a baby. And uh, then we like well, we and we and just ordering out is just like not that great. It just never it's never tastes as good. So uh, reducing eating out has been a a factor in this as well. Um, but it wasn't something that was as intentionally done. So that's why I didn't put it on the list. I didn't say like, oh, I'm going to stop eating out uh, so I can get leaner. It was just like kind of circumstances. Like we don't want to bring a toddler to a restaurant or a lot of the restaurants around us, honestly. Unless you're going to like, like we have some nice restaurants around us. So unless you're going to the nicer ones, it's almost like pointless to go out to eat because you're going to spend like $120 and the food's not even going to be good. So, like, what's the fucking point? So, um, not to go off on a tangent, but just, like, I just noticed a lot of restaurants, unless they're, like, high-quality restaurants, a lot of restaurants are just, like, the quality just gone down in the last couple of years. 
So I don't want to go spend $120 on food that I don't even really enjoy. If I'm going to spend, I'd rather spend $220 at a restaurant where the foods and the drinks are, are amazing than to spend 120 bucks on food that I don't even like. That's just my opinion. And side note, that's for two adults and a toddler. It normally comes out to like 100 bucks to go out to dinner. And that's not, and that's like not even ordering drinks because like we have a toddler, so we're not getting drunk and then, you know, driving around with a fucking toddler. So, and we're not Ubering because getting a car seat in an Uber is a whole fucking thing. So uh, going out to dinner and just ordering dinner and maybe an appetizer for three people is like 120 bucks. So if you go out to dinner once or twice a week and you tell me you can't afford coaching, you're bullshitting me because coaching is not as expensive as going out to dinner. Anyway, uh, the meal template has been super, super helpful, and it's been the main thing that I did, and I started doing that probably around like February, March, made that switch, and that got 20 pounds off and has really made my life a lot simpler, and I've been using it with all my clients. They're seeing a lot of success with that. Big lifestyle change number two, and this one is kind of broad but very important. I've just been more intentional with focusing on being active. Now, I know that sounds kind of vague, but I'll, I'll give you some, some specifics. So the reason why I made this change to begin with is because when I was a full-time in-person trainer, so when I was like, you know, twenty age 23 to age 29, for, for those like six years, I was like full-time in-person coaching. I did very little, if any, online coaching. It was all in-person. And honestly, even, uh, yeah, I guess that's true too. Even after COVID, um, I was still fully in-person. I would say 80 to 90% in-person all the way up until like end of 2021. So we're talking like 2014 to end of 2021. About It's about seven and a half years because 2014, I started coach people in person it was like mid-year anyway uh during those periods of time in my life i was on my feet like all day long all day long so a lot of times people will be like oh once i hit 30 it was harder for me to lose weight because my metabolism because this and no it's just that you're not as active as you get older most people and for me i noticed that like from 2021 to 2023 I, it was just harder for me to get leaner or to stay lean. And keep in mind, like, I'm not, when I say get leaner, I'm not someone who's like, I'm not like a pro bodybuilder. I'm not like fucking shredded. I'm talking about realistically lean for someone, you know, for the average person. So I'm leaner than the average person, but not shredded by any means. But I noticed it was always easier for me to stay relatively leaner, you know, again, never being like shredded or anything like that. But when I was like 26, 27, I felt like I didn't ever worry that much about my nutrition. I just paid attention to the basics. I ate protein at every meal. But even then, like to be honest with you guys, like when I was 26, 27, I knew about nutrition, but I didn't know as much as I do now. And I wasn't as attentive to it. Like I would eat a Jersey Mike's giant sub at, at eight o'clock at night on a Monday, but I... And I just didn't really get 
get too overweight. Again, I was never shredded, but I didn't really gain too much on my weight just because I was so active. I was just on my feet all day and I would work out five times a week and I was demoing exercises for clients. I was walking around just like I would easily, easily get 15,000 steps a day without even trying and was, I, I think one day I counted, I think throughout the day I would end up doing like, I'm talking about like hundreds of random reps of exercises throughout the day, very moderate, low intensity, just by demoing for clients, like showing them how to do a row, showing them how to do a squat, showing them how to do a lunge. When you're doing all these sessions throughout the day and you're demoing multiple exercises per session, it adds up. So anyway, as I became a dad, made made an intentional switch to do more online coaching because I felt like it was more beneficial for you know, the client, because we can talk about the nutrition, we can talk about their mindset, we can talk about their workouts. Um, I just had more access to them and also just is more accommodating uh, for my business to be able to grow it, yada, yada, yada. It was just like harder for me to get leaner. And I felt like I was just kind of carrying unwanted body fat. And I'm not gonna sit here and act like it didn't bother me. Like it fucking bothered me. And I was like getting frustrated. I felt like I didn't feel as comfortable in my body. And, you know, so going into this year, I was like, you know, the big thing is that I was just like not as active as I used to be. So I intentionally have been focusing on being more active. Now, I don't get like obsessive with it. Like I'm not tracking anything. I'm not saying, oh, I I logged this many minutes of activity. I mean, to be honest with you guys, I'm not even like tracking my step count right now. What I'm doing is just making basic decisions to be more active. So I'm making sure that, like, I bought a a walking pad to walk on when I do, like, phone calls. So if I'm doing a client phone call, I'll walk on the walking pad. So if I'm on the phone for 20, 30 minutes, I'm walking. If I'm not walking on the walking pad, I'm pacing. So I don't take phone calls sitting down. I'm walking. Like, I'm literally just pacing in my sunroom or in my office, just pacing back and forth, not sitting down. Um, if my son wants to go outside or sometimes I'm forcing him to go outside, I'm going outside and just like moving around with him. Uh, when I do coach clients in person or group stuff, I'm walking, I'm, I'm being intentional with making sure I'm walking around or I am, you know, making an extra effort to do some extra demo reps, little things like that. Again, this isn't stuff that you're going to be like, huh, I did this many extra steps today or I did this many minutes. But it's a conscious effort to be like, huh, I've been sitting too long. Let me move around. And I've really made that intention. And it's not 100%. Like there's some days like today from, you know, 8.30 to uh, 11, I have like back-to-back nonstop Zoom calls, back-to-back. So I can't walk around during those, right? So I'm going to be sitting for two and a half hours. And then I have to get in my car and drive to pick up my son and then drive back and then eat lunch with them. So I'm going to be sitting for like three hours and just thinking about that. I'm like, it's like, Oh Jesus Christ, that's a lot of sitting. So I'm going to have to make a conscious effort to get some steps in at some point during the day, move around a bit. And that's what I'm going to do to do that. So anyway, I've been focusing on being more active, not vegging out in front of the TV for hours, make being more intentional with, okay, going out and doing yard work for a few hours or on the weekends, 
you know, going on a walk with my wife and son or going on a little mini hike if we want to, just making decisions to be more active. I bought a walking pad to get more steps in, just making that decision. And again, this isn't stuff where you're going to be like, I did this for two weeks and my life changed. I just cut consistency every single day, focusing on something a little bit more active, you know, uh, each week. So focus on being more active in the meal template. Those are two big major changes that I made that have seen great results that I believe would help you see great results that you would probably be on board with. Now, the next two are the ones that you're going to be like, uh, okay, you lost me there, but I'm just being honest. They've worked very well. So number three, and I'll, I'll put an asterisk next to this. Um, this has only been since like mid August and it's currently end of November. So, um, that's let's see mid August to mid September is one month, mid September to mid October and then mid October to, uh, November. So we're talking about like three months, three and a half months. I, I haven't had alcohol. I just haven't had any alcohol and I've noticed that it's been way easier to stay leaner and I have more flexibility with the foods I can eat without seeing like a lot of negative consequences from it. Now, before you flip the fuck out about me telling you that I haven't had alcohol in, in two and a half months, let me just quickly dig into this. Uh, one is that I initially lost over 20 pounds without eliminate without eliminating alcohol. So you don't need to eliminate alcohol to lose weight. I was, and I'm not like a, it's funny. I, my wife says I'm very naive when it comes to this stuff because I was never like a drinker, like growing, like in my twenties and stuff like that. I don't have like a really good concept of like what the average person drinks. So for me, like if I had, if I had two drinks, you know, three nights in a row, I was like, Oh, that's a little too much. Like, so I would feel like, I would feel like a little weird about it. I would feel like uh, that's kind of like a little much. I didn't like, I felt like I was drinking too much. Now that's, you know, that's six drinks over the course of three days. For me, that felt like a lot. Now for some people, they'll drink six drinks in one dinner and that's a normal Friday for them. So I'm not judging, but for me, drinking multiple days in a row just felt like a lot and I didn't really like it. And anytime I did do it, it was usually just because I was just being too laxed about my choices. I was like, oh, like we had, we would have a bottle of wine on like a Friday. And uh, then it was like, you'd feel a nice buzz. And then you wake up the next morning and you're not really hungover because again, we didn't really drink a ton. And then by Saturday night, you're like, ooh, you know, it's fun to have a little drink. And then you'd have like another drink, right? I did that while losing weight and, you know, um, just following the meal template and, and working out and all the normal stuff. But right around the end of summer, it just it wasn't like anything crazy. Like we were like, again, we weren't like overly drinking. I just like, I don't know. I just like, I didn't really feel like doing it anymore. Now I'm not saying I'm never drinking alcohol again or like, like I'm not drinking alcohol for the rest of my life. If the occasion pops up, I'll have a drink. Sure. But like, I just haven't had any drinks since August. And again, I wasn't someone who was drinking a lot. So I went from like, you know, six drinks ish a week to zero. And some people are drinking eight to 12 drinks a week and are, you know, feeling restricted if they have to knock it down to four. So 
it's definitely more of a mindset thing. For me, it's easier to have zero alcohol than to have one drink. Because if you have one drink, mentally you're just like, ah, I'm already having a drink, I'll have another one. I'd rather have zero than one. So for me, zero is easier. I also didn't start drinking till I was like 27. So I went like my all my early 20s, went to parties, went out to bachelor parties, went on dates, all that stuff without ever having a drink. So it's not that weird to me to not do it. And once you get past like the first two weekends, because that's the hard part, right? It's like Friday night, you had a long week. Oh, it'd be nice to have like a, like just a drink and just relax a little bit. Once I got past like the first two or three weekends where we didn't do it, um, then it was way easier. Now I don't even honestly crave it. And I just feel it's made it way, way easier to stay lean. Now, again, I'm not trying to, I'm not standing on any soapbox demonizing alcohol. We all know that alcohol is not healthy. You can't pretend that it's healthy. Don't lie to yourself and be like, well, this is a healthier choice than this. I've had people say to me, well, I drink vodka soda. So like that's healthier than like a beer. There's no healthy alcohol. It's just not good for you. But again, I'm not getting on a soapbox like, oh, alcohol is the devil. So that it's, I open, I knew knowingly, I did it knowing that uh, it wasn't good for me. Anytime I had a drink, I never fooled myself to think it was good for me. But I just was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Um, it messes up my sleep. Even if I have two glasses of wine, I just felt it the next morning. And I was just like, all right, let's just not drink for a little bit. And obviously, like, my wife's not drinking either. So, like, it makes it way easier. So, uh, if she was drinking, you know, but we were both on the same page, we're like, yeah, let's just not do this, let's not have drinks anymore. And we haven't. And again, some days I'm like, oh, I miss it. And some days I'm like, I don't even really want it. But anyway, it's made staying leaner and keeping weight off way, way easier. There's all these calories that you don't even realize are calories because when you're drinking alcohol, it doesn't fill you up. If anything, it makes you hungrier. So not only is it cutting down the alcohol calories, but it's cutting it out any residual calories that you would eat when you have a little buzz. So for me, that's been very, very helpful. Again, I lost the weight with still drinking a couple nights a week. So it's not like you have to cut it out. That's, I'm not, I'm not going to make any content about how alcohol is bad. I'm just saying it was a personal choice of mine, and it's really helped being lean way, way easier. And if, you're, if you enjoy drinking and you want to fit that into your lifestyle, it's totally doable. It totally is. And again, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again. But if when you are overly drinking, if you feel that feeling in your stomach that like you can't really put a finger on it, you're just like you have that feeling of like this, I don't feel aligned with this. Then I would, I would, you know, encourage you to take a look at why you're drinking and ask yourself, like, is it something you feel aligned with? Now, for me, you know, if we you don't get to Christmas and we want, we get a bottle of wine as a gift and we want to open it up and have it. I'm not going to feel bad about that. Right. Just for me, I'm not going to go out of my way to, <coughs> sorry, I'm not going to go out of my way to drink, um, for no reason. It would have to be a special occasion or, um, something like that. Like someone gets you a gift and, and you have it. But anyway, I, <laughs> side note, we literally bought white wine to cook with uh, like a two months ago for a recipe and we used a cup of it and then the rest of the bottles have just been sitting in the fridge for months right so it's like i once you get over the hump of it i can have it around and like it doesn't even phase me right it's just a whatever it's just white noise the last one and this is the other one people might be like oh yeah but that's kind of hard is uh being on track on sundays 
Now, Sundays for me are like the day where you're either on it or you're not. So for a lot of people, Sundays, they're feeling the effects of Friday and Saturday, and then they're just like, ugh, whatever, and they get lazy on Sundays. Now, Sundays, I'm not like working out or anything like that, but for me, having an on-track nutrition day on Sundays has made a huge difference because I don't wake up Monday morning feeling like shit. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm eating fruit and salad and fish all day. If we we want to cook a nice Sunday dinner, um, I'll, well, we'll do it. Like, there's been multiple Sundays where we've had like pasta and meatballs or something like that, like as like a nice Sunday dinner. But for me, having Sundays be on track and not waking up Monday morning feeling like shit is huge. So what I've been doing is I've just been keeping Sundays nutritionally as close to a weekday as possible. Again, see that as like as close as possible. It doesn't mean I'm doing anything extreme, and it it just. I'm just not going extreme either way. It's not extremely on track, but it's not extremely off track. I eat the same breakfast on Sunday mornings that I would eat during the week. That helps me start the day feeling good. And then I go into just pretty normal day. I'll do normal breakfast. I'll do a shake at some point during the day with probably some fruit. And I'll probably, and I'm really, you know, intentional about making sure like I eat like a nice lunch. Because if I do those three things, if I do a solid breakfast, a solid lunch, and a shake at some point, I'm going to have a way more on-track dinner. Or if we eat something that's a little bit higher calorie, I'm going to be able to control um, over any um, urge to overeat because I'll be in a more full, uh, mindful place. So those are the four things. Meal template, focusing on being active, moderating or getting rid of alcohol, and then being on track on Sundays. Those are four lifestyle changes that I've made this year that I feel have really improved my health, my mental health, um, made it easier to stay lean and have helped me keep lose and keep off over 20 pounds. And I don't you know, foresee any of these behaviors having any major changes anytime soon. They work for me. I'm not telling you you have to do it, but if you were to start with anything, I would definitely say start with that meal template approach. It makes life way simpler and if you need, uh, any help with doing that, I will also link the meal template builder in the show notes. So thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you soon.